Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider Camp Insider Podcast number three, presented by our friends over at Sioux City Ford Lincoln. Over there off Singing Hills Drive, make sure you say hi to Wendy and tell her that the guys from Siouxland Sports Insider sent you over. Um, here we go. It's game week. Finally, we're here. Um, and Mitch, we're going to do a little recap of practices that you took in. Um, and while you were taking in those practices, I was finishing up the magazine. And folks, our preview magazine looks great. Um, it's going to be printed and be out this week. We're going to post location pickups um, by Wednesday or Thursday of this week. So very much looking forward to getting those in your hands. And uh, a lot of great information in there uh, from Mitch and I that uh, um, is really a football connoisseur's dream. So we hope you enjoy the magazine publication. And Mitch, let's get right into it here. Um, you had stopped by Lamar's uh, last week. And uh, a lot of good things happened with Lamar's coach Vigdal. Um, has a really uh, laid a nice foundation there. He's heading into year three here. Yeah, so I was just going to say too is year three a lot of transformations uh, to to programs because Lamar is when you think about it in, in the three A conference it has always been kind of uh, well they're four A now but when they were in the three A conference has always been kind of a team that's been resilient and and usually uh, playoff bound uh, they had a couple down years Coach Big Dog comes in. And it wasn't a like overnight transformation, uh, but you saw the leaps they made from year one to year two last year. Uh, I believe they won six games, went to uh, the playoffs, and then this year they look right in line to do the same thing. Uh, they probably have of the numbers we saw of anywhere had the most kids out of any school, even some, beating out some 5A schools uh, that we saw. So the numbers were great. Uh, the practice was. It was very organized and, and good to go. Uh, they had like three, you know, just different styles of the offense that they ran. Uh, they had their, their starting varsity, their JV, and then they even had enough for like an entire freshman team to practice the offense. Um, that's kind of what I'll say uh, as far as offensively. They are going to look a lot different on offense this year. Uh, still got the same signal caller with uh, with Castle in the back backfield throwing the ball, but. Uh, it's it's a different look offense for 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 these uh, Bulldogs this year. The score for the Sergeant Bluff game probably won't be the same this year. You know they're not going to only put up about 15 points a game. They're looking to really get get the ball moving uh, downfield more than side to side. Uh, they got some big offensive linemen. The just the the practice and all it just seemed kind of almost gave with the numbers there almost gave off like a, a college type of practice feel mm -hmm. um they were they were very timely had guys running back and forth to different positions um i i just think before seeing them play a, yeah. a game with what coach vigdahl has done in the three years is is completely given the program a facelift um and you know it's kind of a thing that the lamar's community wraps their head around is yeah. the, the sports that are down there um you know every home game they're gonna have a great turnout and uh you know they just keep producing kids like I said there's probably 85 to 90 kids yeah that's out. great um and you know they're just going to keep ro rolling these rosters over yeah. you know it's not going to be a team where oh uh, well we graduated 12 seniors last year so we're going to have a down year no because they, they have so many yeah. next man up guys that yeah. come through that that program that this is going to be a, a a 
foundation that for years to come is yeah. going to be Lamar's is going to always have like a you know a five six win season mm-hmm. always make the playoffs and they're going to have a couple seasons in there where they win eight or nine games and, yeah. and make a, a deeper playoff run but I where coaches coach Vigdal's driving the the bus right now is right down the, the straightaway and you know it's starting to pick up some momentum yeah he is and let's not forget they did earn a playoff berth last year and uh just looking to continue their momentum here in 2023. Um, and then uh, you had checked out uh, over at uh, Sioux City West. Um, you attended a practice over there, Mitch. And uh, Coach Holmes um, has a few kids here that uh, he's got some good athletes. Um, I'll just mention a few of those. Um, quarterback Sincere Douglas, a junior. Uh, Jacob Ewell, got some nice offensive linemen here. Jacob Ewell, uh, 6'1", 250, senior offensive lineman. Jackson Moore, 5'11", 265, uh, another senior offensive lineman. And then uh, a junior uh, who's a two, two-time all-conference perform- performer, excuse me, uh, 6'4", 230-pound Chris Lugo. So um, the pieces are there, and let's not forget uh, Alonzo Coda. Um, they're also uh, outside linebacker, and he'll play some receiver, 6'2", 180 and 5'9", 180-pound uh, junior linebacker, Logan Carroll. Yeah, and like you talked about, so Sincere Douglas comes in and takes over this offense at quarterback. And this team, I think of most of the teams we covered, lost the most last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as you guys touching the ball, you lost four of your top running backs. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the one that comes back in, uh, Banta is the senior this year. Uh, last year he had 33 carries for 130 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a place of where you need to turn around. So, you know, we talk about Sincere. He was the third quarterback, our fourth quarterback, really, that was used in the depth chart last year um, because they did use uh, Devion West, you know, for six pass or ten pass attempts last year. So you use West, you use Hayes, you use Medea. Um, to, to have him step in into a role his junior year to – command this offense it's a different ask you know you have coach Holmes coming over um and in running the, the practice that way you know it was it was a good practice like I said there was a lot of athletes on the field I got there a little late so they were kind of running through like their um different schemes you know a lot of what they want to do and put together came to the to the field when they scrimmaged east on Friday um but it's it's a west team that is going to have a lot of new faces and it's going to be if these younger guys are able to step up and, you know, fill the void uh, where those seniors left off. Um, you know, receiving-wise, uh, you return Nathan Scott. Uh, junior has led second in re- receiving yards. Uh, and then you talk about Alonzo Cata, uh, second leading tackler on this team. And then he's surrounded by seniors last year. And then, uh, you know, the, the junior, uh, Lugo, is, is coming in and he's the second leading returning tackler so a lot of young guys that are going to ma- have to make names for themselves west we talked about goes into a different conference they drop down to 4a mm-hmm. um the, and they don't have an easy schedule in 4a it's not no, like they no, have no. a cakewalk schedule they're going to have some games where they're going to be tested early and often and it's going to be the the resilience of this team you know i it was a uh, it was almost at practice uh it was a very hold yourself accountable practice um, if it guys, um, you know, over on the sideline and, you know, normally in practice, 
you're off the field and you're you're just hanging out grabbing a water and they they were running through stuff quick like they marched down the field boom kickoff team our you know extra point team if you didn't mm -hmm. run out in a certain amount of time bam to the hill and back you went and it was very uh, i don't want to say like military driven mm -hmm. but it was very you know you had to be precise because in the, in the game if you are yeah. if you take a playoff or two that's Got the corners. difference in the yeah. game yeah. and that's what the coach Holmes is trying to instill in this team is you know, we're going to be a team that doesn't cut corners. We're going to be a team that has, that wins the the right way and does everything that we can to 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 get to the the victory spot. And you know, I think they won three games last year, mm -hmm. and I think that um, that resilience that was in that program for, got them to those three wins. Uh, it's going to be a, a thing this year if they however many the win total they get to, it's because of all that little stuff they did in practice to drive and instill uh, that mentality and in, into their heads so but I was actually really impressed on what I saw at Sioux City West and you know their their season will be an interesting one to follow. Okay headed up uh, Highway 20 Mitch is uh, Woodbury Central very talented team um, took their show on the road underneath the dome last fall really had an excellent season uh, lost quite a bit to graduation but returned some key performers uh, this fall. Yeah and, and I at practice, talked to Coach Bremer, and, you know, basically the, the feel this year is we return a lot of the key guys. Obviously, you talk about Clunder, and you talk about McGill coming back, Eric McGill, um, one of the, the bigger receivers for uh, Woodbury Central last year. Um, I think he was second to Kyan Schultzen. Mm -hmm. um, not, by, not by yards, but by receptions, only by two. Uh, they, they, so they would take him back. Don't know where he's really going to play. Is he going to be in the backfield? Is he going to be split out? Is he going to be almost like a, a Christian McCaffrey type, kinda where move they, him around, yeah, yeah, where you kind of move him around. Uh, but but it's a team that, you know, they they've they've had really good seasons the last couple years, and it's all been dictated off how they start the season. Um, right. And this year they start the season with the Highway 20 rivalry against uh, yeah. a really improved. Lawton Bronson team and I think that's going to be a game you know that you're going to attend we're going to have our eyes on for sure uh, you know this this defense lost a decent amount of, of starters last year can they hang with the receivers that Lawton Bronson has and you know I talked to, to coach Romney's like they're hey they're their wide out position is probably one of the best we're going to face and we face them week one we got to be ready for it yeah. um, but it, it the culture that's down in Moville is is honestly second to none. I don't care if it's one A, eight man, five yeah. A, doesn't matter. Um, it's it's a really tight knit football community. They understand what they have to do. Um, they have some really good football players in the positions that they need them. Um, some of their coaches are are very you know yeah. wise beyond their years. Yeah. And, and with Co it, Coach Bremer just has an excellent culture there that he's established, and the kids buy in. He has the kids trust. And, you know, come game day, they perform well. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it helps offensively when you had the two Clunder boys come through. Right. You know, taking care of the ball on offense. Yep. We had both McGill boys come through. Um, you know, Max now gone off to college. Eric comes in and fills that void. 
You know, they're going to have some other guys. Uh, key names to look for um, that's still only a junior, Zach Butler. Yeah. Uh, you and I talked about him a lot too. Um, going to be a bigger role on the offensive side of the ball. Was a huge role last year on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe was the second leading tackler for this Woodbury Central team. Uh, behind Max McGill, uh, had 53 tackles, 44 solo, yep. um, and two tackles for loss. So he is going to be a guy that steps up on the defensive I, I, yeah. side and stays that course and is the anchor, uh, you know, necessarily a captain, but is yeah. the anchor for that defense. And it's going to be I – th- I think we don't have any really any question marks on the offensive side. We know they're going to be able to move the ball downfield. Um, you know, their offensive line is a little bit smaller than it has been in the past, but they're, they're a nasty offensive line. They use their speed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be the defensive side. Last year was, was really stingy. You know, we watched games against Lawton Bronson and HMS where they, they limited the key players for each offense and kind of just took it at them and made them play to their weakness side. Can they do that this year with an, un, you know, a quote-unquote unexperienced defense? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be the real test, and, you know, we talk about test uh, – what a greater test week one than the Highway 20 rivalry, which, you know, looking back the last couple of years, you've really just taken it to Lawton Bronson. And now mm-hmm. these guys that are seniors are like, all right, enough's enough. They're going to come at you with their best punch. So it's going to be a, a great week one opener for Woodbury Central. Yeah, and an incredible atmosphere there too. Yeah, and, you're, and that's the thing. You're playing on the road. Yeah. So it's a, you're, you're yeah. not at a home crowd. You have to go on the road. Granted, it's probably a, you know, five-mile, if that, drive. It's yeah. not too far. Um, there's a lot of bad blood in between. It's gonna it's gonna be a great great yeah. opening game. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see it. Um, and I think both, no matter who wins that game or who loses that game, it's gonna be kind of like a setter of like, okay, if we lose this game, sure we lost. Mm-hmm. Do we compete well? What do we have to work on to to make sure that we wash that and go in a different direction? And I think it's gonna be just a. I mean, that's probably gonna be the the best one A matchup. That, yeah. that's in in the state I, I can argue that in the state week one so it should be a really good one and you know like I said coach Brummer is going to have his team ready and coach Granada is going to have his team ready so it's going to be going to be a good one yeah it'll be a good one and then we'll turn our eye towards Hinton um, down highway 75 and Mitch you were able to take in uh, practice uh, from Hinton who had a really nice season last year but lost a few key players there um, that are going to need to be replaced this season. Absolutely, and we talk about a team that has a rivalry game, game one, another one, week yeah. one uh, rivalry where they take on a, a Galen Catholic team that lost a lot last year as well. Um, losing Boda Rocher last year for at least the rushing aspect of their 1,900 yards, almost 2,000 yards, you lose 1,400 yards um, through Boda Rocher. That's, that's huge. Um, they're next up – Guy Garrett Lindley will have to be the starter, uh, and then you have a quarterback that comes in and has only thrown 35 passes uh, in his varsity, you know, varsity year last year. From what I saw at practice, the ball was moving really well. Um, they take a step up in, uh, you know, in conference too, so that's going to be a little bit different of a, of a jolt for them. They had a really good season last year. And this is a team that only has, I believe, six or seven seniors on the roster this year. 
So the turnover from this year to next year isn't going to be much. So what are these young kids going to be able to do to fill the void that were taken up by seniors last year? Mm-hmm. You know, you're watching from the sideline. Were you able to get into the film room? Were you able to study how the defense works, how the offense works, what routes we run? You know, if you're on the offensive line, different blocking schemes. Are you able to to do what was necessary in the offseason to guarantee you a spot on this the starting roster, they had good numbers out. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they had good numbers out there. I think their freshman team was was honestly one of the bigger freshman teams I saw. So c- continuing to get those numbers out for for a team that, uh, you know, they got some guys on staff that have been there for a while and, and watched their kids go through. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a good culture there. At I think they got some guys that are going to come up and make some noise. Uh, they, have a, they have a pretty nasty and big offensive line. If they're able to get um, Lindley time to run the ball, and then, you know, the, the biggest thing is getting your quarterback who is, we'll, just, we'll go out and say inexperienced, get your quarterback time to sit back and, and be able to, to read a defense, not have them get forced out of the pocket, um, get it back there because they have some guys on the outside that are able to, to make some guys miss. And, you know, it's, if it comes out as more of a balanced offense and they can run the ball efficiently and pass the ball efficiently, you know, the, the Hinton defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. And if they can score to, to their opponents, I think they're going to be good. A lot of teams that they play this year um, lost a lot of seniors as well. So it's not going to be where they're facing off against some Goliaths where they normally would have. You know, I think last year if you would have taken them against a Galen team with Bonderson and all those guys, it would have been a whole lot different story. It's just it's going to be the getting the first win off the ground for this, this team and these seniors and then where it can take you because they had a really good season last year. I believe they won six or seven games. They're going to want to get back to that milestone, and it's all going to start with week one. Uh, against a you know honestly a really good Galen Catholic team yeah it's going to be a fun follow um and then uh this past week on Friday uh Mitch and I had an opportunity to take in the Sergeant Bluff Luton uh Sioux City North uh scrimmage game and uh these are two teams that did each other a really good service in my opinion they gave each other good looks on both sides of the football and I think there were some kids out there that grew up. Obviously, we saw some nerves with some younger players early on. And, uh, you know, that's why you have that scrimmage. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's teaching tape. It's tape that kids can learn off of. And I think it's going to benefit both programs, Mitch. Absolutely. And that's what most, you know, Gatorade scrimmages do. Uh, you know, because you get a different look. You go out, and I understand that the defense isn't supposed to hear the offensive play call, but if you have guys that are on both sides of the ball, um, especially if you go first-team defense and you have three-fourths of the guys that are run first-team offense, and you line up in a trips formation that you know is a screen play, you're going to shade to that side for the screen play, whereas you go up against a different team, you don't know these formations. You're getting a different look. You're getting their first-team reps against your first-team reps. And it kind of – for it's a big thing for the players to notice where you're matched up with, what you need to work on. Hey, if I go up against a bigger receiver, um, you know, do I have to, to make sure that I use, you know, a safety um, just in case we try to go over top, different things like that. And, you know, for coaches, it's – I mean, that, that film is almost as important as week one film. Right. Uh, just because you look at it and go, okay, that play against this coverage sucks. We can't run it. What, or if we want to run it, what do we have to work on? Mm-hmm. You know, our, How do is we our, check out of it? Yeah, is our line doing a good yeah. enough job? Is our, our young guys – you talk about checking out of it. Are young guys doing a good enough job recognizing – 
the situation they're in. If we do have a young quarterback, can he uh, diagnose the defense, yeah. check out of it? Are we comfortable with what we're running? It's, it's a huge help to have those scrimmages or, uh, you know, before your week one game because you have an entire week to fix yeah. what's, what's not working. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, quite honestly, uh, we, what we saw out of North, um, their skill position players I knew were going to perform well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought Harrell had a really good game. I thought uh, Young had a really good game. Um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, they had guys that, that made plays when they were supposed to. Um, a couple question marks on the offensive line. Uh, yeah. You know, I think the offense and defensive line played some plays really well, mm-hmm. but didn't play series very well. Yeah. Um, and then you flip over to the Sergeant Bluff side. Sergeant Bluff treated this like a playoff game. Yeah. They came out and they freaking took it to North. I, I, it was, I was very impressive. Um, I, was, I was overly impressed with the, what I saw from Sergeant Bluff. Now, you need to take that energy and, and fuel it every single day. Every single time you step out on the field, it doesn't matter who you play, whether you play North, Lamar's, Heelan, doesn't matter. They come out with that intensity. I thought they're, you know, they're still, I guess, a question mark at quarterback. They had two guys that played that played the position well um, and moved drives. Um, there's no question mark at running back. I think Xavier Ellington's oh, going to be a monster. Really yeah. um, they have good, you know, good wideout position players. Um, I thought their offense defense defensive lines played with some malicious intent. They were nasty, mm-hmm. um, which is good to see. You know, going up against especially a higher um, class in, in in offensive linemen. Um, they are they aren't the biggest offensive line or defensive line, but they're they're quick and they use their technique really well. Um, and then, you know, we are in Iowa. It's, it's kind of weird to skip around special teams, but I tell you what, Dixon can kick the crap out of the ball. Yeah. He had uh, – was going with the wind on a couple kickoffs, but mm-hmm. uh, now I don't think it ever touched the end zone. <coughs> Went out of the back of the end zone. He had a, about, a, I think, a 58- to 60-yard punt that they downed at the one-yard line. Yeah. That, that type of stuff – from last year, if you go to the, especially to the Lamar's game, you're not able to move the ball at all. Um, it kind of stayed in between the 20s for both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you end up losing by a, a late touchdown. You flip field position, you're, you're asking an opposing team with a, a even a defense, if you're, you're well rested on the sideline, you're asking a team to go drive 90 plus yards for a game winning touchdown. And if you you have a two minute drill, it's a it's hard unless you have some big hitters to drive ninety yards down the field to score on a defense. That's only job is to to stop you from uh, from winning the game. I I think the the special teams aspect for Sergeant Buff this year is going to weigh hugely on their success. Um, and I I think they're going to have a a better year than a lot of people are giving them credit for. Yeah, um, those are good observations. A few things from me on Sioux City North. Um, those those mistakes that were made up front in the offensive line, number one, you can't get beat inside. You always got to block uh, to your inside. Um, and Noah Conley um, is going to settle in eventually. Um, and I know it's just a snapshot. It's a scrimmage. But he's a good enough athlete to get him out of the pocket if there is pressure inside. And, uh, you know, he's a dual threat kid. He can pull it down and run. Um, his time will come. But, uh, you know, I look for North to get him uh, this Friday against South Sioux City, get him, get him some easier pass completion attempts. You know, they didn't run a screen, and as fast as Sergeant Bluff was screaming up field on the defensive front, that play um, may have worked for North. But, again, 
uh, it's a scrimmage, it's a snapshot, um, you know, and you evaluate the film, you coach off the film, and then move on to the next game, which happens to be the season opener this Friday. So be fun to watch each of these teams. I'm glad we're taking them in. Yeah, and talk about a team that uh, started their season uh, on Friday. EPJ, you know, there were question marks coming into the, this year for Elk Point. We knew, hey, they lost a huge senior class, uh, probably you know, one of the more talented running backs they've had in a long time. How is this team going to respond? You know, they, they through I think, four or five weeks last year, didn't let a team score. Um, was this going to be the same type of, of mentality? Were teams going to be gunning for them? How is it going to look? Well, they put everything to bed when they came out and played against Parker and beat them almost the exact same way they beat them last year. They did let a team score, mm-hmm. but won 48-6. to six, And, you know, they're looking down their schedule going, okay, you're next. Yeah. And I don't think they're afraid of anyone, which is, you know, I think is – is awesome because you know this is a team that was that's young they graduated I think 15 seniors last year Mm -hmm. this year they uh, I think we were talking to coach Terry they graduate 10 or 12 and it's kind of like a rinse repeat thing they just they're gonna get rid of 10 to 15 seniors and they got some new guys coming in Um, he talked about some of he's got a couple freshmen that he's really keen on Mm -hmm. uh, but a a guy that had himself a game and uh, he re- had a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and an 85-yard kick, kick return touchdown. Um, that's Garrett Merkley. Uh, you know, maybe he's the best-kept secret at, at EPJ because last year you had a guy uh, like Ben Swadick yeah. um, that just played extremely well and just kind of ran through people. Yeah. Um, this is a kind of a team that the championship game – isn't how they played and if anyone watched a championship game last year they're like oh epj's a you know kind of a team like winner that's just a straight ground and pound mm-hmm. no not at all this team is going to air it out they're going to score a ton of points um you know i think their offensive line they played quick in the we went on a friday uh last friday and watched their practice and they practiced against their jv which their jv held their own too but they it was so fast and they the thing is is they don't pretty anything up they run their own set of plays they might flip you know formations here and there they don't do anything elaborate they're not trying to trick you at all no it's just precise they know they have the athletes on the field and they're like hey we can almost tell you we're going student body right student body left can you match up with our athletes and and beat us off the ball and so far parker wasn't able to do that baltic coming up this week i think is the same thing they're lining up to for a bloodbath and EPJ with two home games could start off two and zero and be looking at like a, a not a, I would say necessarily these kids are looking at a repeat but looking down the the line and going you know we could have another undefeated season on our hands yeah. um, and you know I think their biggest matchup is going to be week five or six um, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the season Bridgewater Emery Ethan will be a good test for them as well um, but just a lot of teams on their schedule from last year. They came out and they handled business, and I think it's going to be a whole lot of the same this year. Yeah, I think so too. And um, the one thing with Elk Point Jefferson is just 
how much confidence they're playing with. And I think you walk off the field at the end of the year holding the state championship trophy, that does something for you. And I think they're one of the most, of all the teams we cover, which are quite a few, they're one of the most confident teams in their ability to go win on Friday night. Absolutely.